0: So in today's podcast, we're going to have a sit-down with Jojo from Operation Street Kids. Uh, They're a nonprofit group. They focus in the inner cities, kids in the inner cities, um, getting them in the right path. Enjoy. So it's recording now. So don't worry about the camera. The camera don't exist. Um, So pretty much I want to start a podcast. So maybe this could be an initiation of the podcast, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the only thing I want to add, if we could speak with louder voices, since I don't have mics, so just uh-huh. try to be a little extra loud. Uh-huh. Um, but um, normal conversations like we do. Who are you guys? Uh, what have you guys done? And what are we looking to do? And how are we looking to collaborate? I think I think I invited you guys here today because I have this space right here, and I think we could do a lot of things together. I you know, I, I, you guys know personally that you guys hold a place in my heart, like seriously. And I always have you guys in mind, and I know I'm always in your guys' mind. Mm-hmm. And we haven't done anything life-changing, but I think we can. I think we can, and I think that's why we still stay in contact, because we, we have an inner belief, all of us, that we're going to go somewhere. Yes. Whether it's you guys first, whether it's me first, and we pull each other up, mm-hmm. right? That's and uh, my plan is not only about me. My plan is also... Uh, doing stuff like my dream. Like, let's pretend I won the lottery, right? I wouldn't be vacationing. I would build an empire. I would buy a building like this and employ all kinds of people, and let's say let's take over the fucking world. No, seriously. Like, I would literally want to employ people and be working harder than ever in life. Like, that's what I would want to do with a lot of money. So when people you know think they would vacation, that's the last thing I would do. I would want to work harder and open doors for people.
1: Well, I mean that's that's what uh, Tiger Perry does. Yeah. That's what he does. I mean, that's what uh, Robert Rodriguez does. Exactly. Basically, you know, he has his own um, empire. You know, in um, Austin, Texas. You can do it. And he basically bought a number of acreages and built a mansion, and then built a studio, and built a, a guest house, and his own airport where he would fly people from here over there. You can do it. And you know, he doesn't have to pay any middle people or what have you. You know, and he, people and gives people the opportunity
0: and and that's what I see myself doing like I see myself building a little empire where everybody has their department Mm -hmm. and everybody's winning it's a win-win everybody Mm -hmm. wins and everyone succeeds Mm -hmm. and I think I see the same thing in you guys I think you guys want to I see what I see in you guys you guys want to see people grow Mm -hmm. you guys are in the communities you like there's a lot of people that don't believe in me It's been like that since I was a kid. And since I met you guys, I realized you guys believed in me. And it's rare to find people that believe in me. I still do. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. It's rare to find people that believe in me. And I admire what you guys do because not only do you guys believe in me, I see all the people you guys believe in, and I see people wouldn't believe in them either. And I see myself in all those kids you guys are with sometimes. And that's why I support Operation Street Kids because you guys – believe in people like myself When and you know what sometimes sometimes we need people like you guys to believe in us before we could believe in ourselves and I know how important it is because there's a lot of people in my situation that didn't make it to doing what they want they're probably mm-hmm. either dead or in jail like I got lucky I got I got lucky I had good influences in my life like whether it was an amazing girlfriend in high school that forked my life to a better direction I'm in know. Blessed. I think it's God. I'm blessed that He put the right angels to guide me the right Mm -hmm. way, and I think that He still puts people in my path. You know, you know, there's a, um,
1: you know, my sister, um, you know, she uh, was one of the, um, of the four or five, um, girl singers back in the '60s. And that's when Willie G from the Midnighters, you know, you had Cannibal and the Headhunters, And and uh, you had Little Ray and the Progressions. And these are, are literally pioneers that began, you know, doing, you know, music, you know. Um, that one, mu- that once, um, let's take a trip down Air Boulevard, you know. That became a monster hit, you know. And they came out of the barrio, man, you know. Um, in Boyle Heights, you have you know um, you know a Cannibal and the Headhunters, Cannibal and the Headhunters, you know, and I got this from straight from you know the horse's mouth. Um, was whereas um, the Beatles, when they're one of their first uh, um, concerts, okay, they hired they wanted to hire Little Anthony and the Imperials, which I've had the opportunity of speaking. And, and speaking into little Anthony's um, life, you know, and he had toured. I had a tour with me all over um, and, and give, you know, every day's Christmas, giving toys away to the kids and, you know, uplifting them. Um, interesting enough, you know, um, he was telling me that, because I had asked him, you know, I said, I said Anthony, I said, uh, um, what do you regret in, in your, he goes, you know what I regret? He goes, the Beatles asked us to open up for them, the manager laughed and said, "They need to open up for us. That's not a deal. that's not a done deal for us." Wow, he said. Right now, we would be set for life. Wow, just with crazy. royalties. You know what I mean? And just yeah. uh, Deal that. And so what
0: happened was they, were, um, they was, were from Boyle Heights. They were from Boyle Heights. Did I tell you and I lived in Boyle, Boyle Heights for a while? At the uh, Estrada Chorus, I went to Dakota as a kid. Yeah, yeah. it's a different name now. The school, but it used to be called uh, the Dakota. I Dakota, right? Yeah. Yeah. That the Estrada well, oh, well, they yeah. were they were from they were
1: yeah they were from Boyle Heights, and, and uh, um, you know they had that one song. Um, I say a land of a thousand dances, and, and when he goes into, I say na, na 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 He did that because he forgot the words. Oh, mm-hmm. that's funny. Yeah, and then Otis Reddy picked it up and made it a monster day, Wow. But, but see, okay, so that, um, you know, I, I've always knew that, you know, that, you know, talent, you know, it, it, we have talent, you know. We do. Uh, um, and we teach, uh, um, you know, uh, show business. Right here, the kids will show themselves, but under this particular room, we could also show them the business of the business exactly okay? and and business there's business in hollywood and it's in our backyard they need to let us play in our backyard but as you're the genius of you putting something here as this yeah you know as a teaching center and a multiple
0: different. yeah to do you know, that's what the, i wanted to different. do in the but mm-hmm. it was too small yeah the, everything i envisioned was this the only thing is that's missing here is the people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Oh, they'll come.
0: They'll yeah. come once we get
1: uh, um, flowing, and many of you viewers that are viewing can assist us and make sure you push this. And uh, but here's, still recording. here's, the, uh, here's the, the deal. Yeah, still going. Uh, I used to uh, come home. My uncle used to be the pistolero for Palto Wow. When he was 13. His sister, my grandmother, okay, uh, mother. Yeah, mother. Okay, my my great grandmother used to be one of Pachu um, uh, um cooks, the chef. Yeah. And pistolero. All right. Um, and if you if you look back, my my uncle Mondo, uh, um, you know, rest in peace. He was more like a grandfather because I never had a grandfather. See. And so he was like the grandfather. You know. And my, you know, we. Um, he used to stay with my grandmother and they had like a little room for him. And But every time me and my sister would come home from elementary school, we would run to the back because he used to get these uh, milk cartons and milk cartons, they have boxes and then crates, milk crates. And then he would get these old doors and he would put the doors on top of them. And then he would get a, a shower curtain okay, yeah. you know, and then he would uh, get a wire and then he would and he made a stage. Oh wow! And then he would get the. Um, the I, I love creativity. Yeah, and he would he would get the um, the broom of, of the mop, you know the, and he would cut it. Then he would give it to me, and I would open it with wow. my sister. Then my sister would come up, and then she would sing. right? Yeah. So you know that was basically you know um, that's one of the things that I always remember. You know, yeah. not having the proper tools, not having exactly the, me neither the substance, the tools, the money, the
0: resources. Dude, look at these walls are made out of cardboard. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I grew up with nothing as a kid. I used to go into the trash cans and dig and find things to make bird cages out of people's trashes. And people would say, these are amazing bird cages. And they were trashed. they used to, in Monterey Park, there was uh, two times out of the year, they would throw away big items. That day was called Everything Goes Day. And everything would go in <laughs> people's yard. And um, to me, it was like Christmas, because that was the only time I got to go through things and wrap things. And I would go through people's trash and find, like to me, it was amazing. And I would build these amazing aviaries with my birds and I would stand in there like, it was amazing. You know. And I still have the same thing here like, I'm like, okay, I need walls. What can, can I do? It. I don't I have the money. But you know what i could get cardboard for a dollar each at walmart you know let me just do that yeah (laughs) you know you know um, my trust my cousin he just retired that's how you did this yeah Yeah. it's all cardboard boxes it's
1: incredible and and my my cousin uh, we were at his house he bought a beautiful home in riverside you know but it wasn't beautiful at first right we went there um, two weeks ago and he was a trash collector you know for the city in l.a so he would wake up at three in the morning, make his way down for bed. But everything he showed me in the backyard, it, it, it looks like a studio. Wow. It looks like a, a, a major garden. Wow. Everything he got, he
0: found it in the trash. Wow. Right? Right? So You'd be amazed. And you know what, the bug still doesn't leave me. Every time I see a pile of junk, I swear I still do the same thing, I still look. Uh, I swear, well, I still look, sense? it doesn't leave me. No, and no, I think no. it's always going to be there. Like, I'm curiosity, is there something good? So the day it was raining it, it was uh, a, actually the office chair that's in that room not this one this one was already here the office chair that I dude I seen it on the outside in the trash yeah. no joke I still I'm still freaking order. Wow. so <laughs> so here's the deal uh um, at, at, um it was raining
1: and I'm getting ready to uh, go to the car and I see that the rain had just ended and I saw these two little boys and a little girl and they were on their knees, and they got literally, um, they got Coca-Cola cans, yeah, and they squashed them, but they left the, the, the top, and and they turned them into cars, and and looking oh, wow. at them, and they're playing with the mud, and they're literally building building a freeway, man. Wow, they were already cool. architects. I, in used here. To,
0: I, I used to do little mud um, uh, ranches when I was a kid. That, that, that's
1: already <laughs> all in here. It's wow. all in here. We yeah. just have to pull it from the children, yeah. and that's what I love about you, man. That you know you're able to to um, implement. They could see it. See? Yeah. Now, my my uh, um, my sister was back back to Capitol Head under um, mm-hmm. Willie G the Midnighters. There's a gentleman by the name of Little Ray. Mm-hmm. Little Ray they used to call him the Brown James Brown. Okay, and he um, he could sing, bro. I mean he. I mean that guy was a tremendous singer. And he developed a group called Little Ray and the Progressives. Uh, and the Progressives were, my sister was part of it. And she became the lead singer. And, and, uh, um, and so the, he got a contract to go and record an album. And so my mom and dad, my, my second father told me and said, you know what, you're going to go with her. I'm not going to let her go by herself with these guys, right? OK, you know, the old Latino, you know, you know, mom and dad, you know. So, we go to Hollywood, okay, and every time I go to Hollywood, we pass through that studio, right? Yeah. We went into that studio, and there was these two, um, these two um, hueritos there, you know what I mean? And, uh, and my sister got in the, you know, the studio, and she started singing, and man, they loved it, man. They were like, shh, you know, you know? she could sing, you know, uh, um, not just sing, I mean, she could sing. She would have been a superstar, man, with the proper yeah all right now when she comes out they start praising her and then they start communicating with her and then she started talking and when she started talking she had broken english oh and all of a sudden the face of those guys wow changed wow and 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 i saw my sister just she felt it you know yeah and i, and I said to myself i said I will never allow that to happen to any young person again. Yeah. Any young person that doesn't have wow. money and, and
0: that's why I do what
1: I do. Uh, um, okay,
0: explain to me about the prisons. You know that that's one thing. You guys actually had me speak out of prison for the first time ever, and that was my first last time. <laughs> but it, it, I, I want to do it again. We'll do it again. Like it was to me so amazing. Like. It's like something out of a movie, like, I love giving back and whenever, I like, could, just felt cool because I know they're just in there, like, hating life, and then they get a little entertainment, and, and it was just amazing. Tell me more about that, like, when's, when's the next time you're planning to do it, when's the last time, and what made you start doing that? Well, you know, um, when I was uh, 12 years old, man, I,
1: I, um, I had a teacher that came from UCLA. And, you know, I grew up right there in the Republic of East LA, right there, the right. And the whole, you know, gang violence to the police back in the 60s, major, you know. Um, my, my dad was a gangster, you know, my mom got involved in the gang, you know, and uh, um, my, by, um, my uncles, you know, um, so it was all gang-infested, you know. And, uh, um, and at that time, I had a major, major, um, um, they were notorious, very notorious. And that, back in that day, they became major victorious. Um, so, um, uh, basically, um, this teacher came from UCLA, and that was their first week at the school. And I'm sitting there, you know, in the back with a couple of dudes, you know. And um, she puts her name up there. Hi, children, I'm Mrs. Spencer, you know. And you know, and we're looking at her, and blue eyes, gold hair, right? And I said, uh, when we left, I said, you know what? Tomorrow i will light up a joint, you know? And so um, she came and then, that, that morning um, we lit up a joint in the back, it's like it's at the classroom. And she starts smelling and she goes, oh my god, you know, children, you know, and, 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 and we're cracking up, right? Well, you know, the, the, they sent me to the principal's office, which was proper, you know, I wasn't behaving. I well, want my grandkids to know that you know better <laughs> behavior. Yeah. And so, long story short, but um, what happened was, um, you know, um, I found out that it was cool to get kicked out of school because you don't have to go to school. You can park <laughs> in the house yeah. while mom and pops are gone, right? Yeah. And but you know, I started borrowing the neighbors' cars, and 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 by um, borrowing, stealing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, so I got I got arrested, and. 12 and a half, 13, and and I went to juvenile hall, and, you know, um, I was in the courtroom, and my mom and my grandmother and my my sister, they walked in, and they were devastated, man. They were totally humiliated. Wow. They were like, you know, and I looked at them, but I was acting like, you know, I'm a bad dude, right? Yeah. So they sent me up to do um, nine months up in the desert, and up up in Bokeh Canyon. And, and um, I didn't get no visits for about a good, maybe, I would say three months. Yeah. And I would sit and I could see them on Sundays. On Saturdays, everybody would be ironing their clothes. You know? yeah. They'd be ready for their pops and moms. You know, and I'd and just kick it in the back, you know. And um, when they would have, um, so af- after lunch, then they would have, you know, visiting. And they um, started to, um, I started seeing my, my friends and people, you know, all colors, man, they were all Sanchez, Smith, Gonzalez, you know, and they are all game over right, and they would have picnic tables, so they, not would, not they would have picnic tables, you know, and so um, they would um, bring them whatever their, be- whatever their best meal was, you know, and then left them with a with the gift package. And I would see them come in. I didn't get nothing.
0: Wow, that's And, you know, now
1: here I thirty and 30 and a half, but then I had feelings, you know, but I acted like I, I didn't. I have a photograph of that, you know. Wow, and, and, I want to see that. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, you know, I, I never forgot the pain, bro. Wow. One day, I got a visit. Sanchez, roll it up for a visit. And I, I started walking out there. I thought it was going to be my P.O., man, giving me another beef or something. It was my teacher... And, no. her, and her husband. What? Wow. Right? It was Joe and Mrs. Mrs. Spencer. And she says, Hi Joe, we came to visit you. And and they, they went from Santa Monica all the way to East LA to pick up the food, the basket for my mom, because she wow. made me in And then they would take it up to the they would take it another hour and a half to the desert. Wow. Okay? She did that every week. Okay? And, and, and one day the guy started laughing at me and making fun of me because they said, you know, I know you got a white father and a white mother, <laughs> you know, you know got yeah. crew, right? Yeah. You know, and so, you know, I was all, you know, having all kinds of conflicts. They came and I told them, I said, Miss Spencer and Joe, I want you to know something. I don't want you to come here no more because everybody that's here are losers. They're failures. Yeah. And I'm the biggest one here. Yeah. And she looked at me. And she put her hands on my shoulders and she looked me straight in the eye, man. And she said, Joe, she goes, there's no failures in life. She goes, only quitters. When you quit dreaming and quit believing in your greatness, when you quit believing and quit believing in your greatness, you will succeed. And I never forgot that, man. I never forgot that. She literally rad- radically changed my whole mentality. She ruined my being prejudiced. I couldn't yeah. be mean to white people anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it was it was just, it was it was a big wow. issue. All right. Wow. But I found that to be true in the industry, in the movie industry. You know, I would always look at, you know, you know, who's Poncho back there, man? And then I would look closer, and Pancho was really not Mexican. He was really white, but he was, he he was cast, and he was, you know, the makeup and all that. And I started looking at the Indians. Yeah. And I started looking at, at the Asians. You know. Yeah. You had a white dude being an Asian. You know what I mean? And and I began to see the, you know, that. Then I began to study the lucrativeness of the actual. Anyway, I decided to go back and 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 um, begin to. Um, give back to where i i know how to speak their language yeah i know how they feel i i didn't want to go after the older ones the older ones already know they can hold their own 18 and over hold your own okay yeah. okay uh, um i give them a little bit of grace i'll bring them in once in a while but 18 and over man you, you, you're on your own okay yeah. uh, um and so i go after those that you know have a second chance you know those that okay they're on probation they're not going to the big house yet, you know. Um, they can still be, um, you know, captured. So I had basically um, a. Uh, so I, I began a program with uh, the alley Rams, with a uh, window tighter and we began a thing called um, "Every Day's Christmas." And every Christmas we would go in there and just get all kinds of gifts and everything, and just have a big. A big uh, blast. That time when you came, we brought Santa Claus in a lowrider. You know. Why did I have to leave early? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I wish I could have stayed. Yeah. yeah. It was it was fantastic. You know, and um, just to see these young boys and girls that are, you know, 12 to 18. So we empower them. You know, we 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 encourage them. So now we're developing a project where I'm looking towards doing a podcast with them inside the juvenile hall, so wow, they can have a voice, awesome. they can have a voice, and then also, be then also awesome. we're, we're putting it up, we're wow. putting it up, and then, and then we're also going to be doing, uh, uh, you could probably help us do it, Yeah. okay, now, um, and, and so we, I started this thing called um, shoot to heal,
0: oh, I remember and the something. more I
1: rolled with it, I found that the healing had to be um, P- PTSD, yeah. PTSD in the hood or PTSD in the cell block. Yeah. You see? And, oh, I see and what you're PT- saying. And you can have
0: PTSD from the war. Yeah. But these kids have war here. Yeah, even even with a father not being around or something, that shit haunts us. Absolutely, I don't to like, absolutely. I'm gonna be honest, absolutely. I, I don't mean to sound like a victim, I'm a victor in life, you know? <laughs> but I will say that that holidays I do get down for my, for my childhood. It's It does affect me. Yeah. And 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 no, I can't shake it off. Yeah. I try. And to, you never will. Yeah, I you try never to, to, will. But those memories just come back. No Christmas tree. Those memories come back. No, no turkey. They no always things. come back. And, and you know, and they'll always be there. Yeah. You know,
1: like what I'm telling you. Um, everything I'm telling you. I see myself dressed up and in, in, in locked up. Yeah. I see myself embracing her. I see myself. You know. Anyway, um, that's basically oh, okay. what 50. we do. So now you know we have a, a collaboration with Santa Monica College. You know, we're funneling young people from Navarro to Shadow, the uh, the film department. They built a $35 million complex, They state of the art, you know, right now we're getting ready to film Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it's a tremendous piece because we're doing it for, uh, it's gonna be a veteran gig and uh, for PTSD. Um, and so right now I'm working on some lowriders right now, you know, getting back in the day. So it's gonna where they feel being like I said, Thursday. And we take a couple of kids there so they could see. They could see that they, they could also, do it. So, Pablo, um, one of the kids, so when JoJo speaks at the juvenile hall, okay. you know, he talks about the music and acting and film and whatnot, and that we're available when they go home. Because usually it's very difficult because they go back to their environment and they get caught up in the same their same friends and yeah. things. So we do have um, now we have a few that want to connect with us yeah. when they go home. So we have one kid. He got out of the juvenile hall and he wants to rap. And produce music like make beats and stuff, okay. So, um, I think that we should um, get them into acting with, classes with your studio. It's very, very
0: important because that's gonna, yes. not that you have to be an actor. It'll, it'll I, I don't confident. push on being an actor, right. no one has to be an actor, yes. the but they're gonna be something in life, right? Yes, they're gonna be something in life, whether it's a teacher, whether it's a mom, whether, yes. whatever it is, right? And you gotta be the best at that one, yes, Absolutely. you know, whatever that it is, is awesome. and Absolutely. all it is is uh, characterizing and like because us actors, what do we do? We go into character. We of a person right? Babe, huh? right. Yeah. So what if we went in character of being the best uh, mechanic? If that's what I'm going to be, or the best something, right? Right. That's all you're doing. You become the best, right. not just an average. Well, exactly. Here, here's the deal, man. Exactly. Not an average There's,
1: job. Know. Here's,
0: <laughs> you know, here's the deal. The deal is that you know
1: um, the kids got to get ready. They do. And and, they don't and, know. and 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 we have to prepare them. Yes. We 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 don't have to prepare them. And, and uh, um, having someone of a different culture prepare them, we have to prepare them with all our culture. Letting to know the setbacks, the drawbacks, rejection, what all those things detail and why, but don't be bitter. Okay, it's going to be there. You know, uh, um, you know. I'm, I'm doing a course right now that I'm stu- that I'm that I'm developing. It's called, you know, um, your feelings. Yeah. Develop your thinking. They do. Your feelings develop your thinking, and and ninety-nine percent of what you think about you—that you're ugly, you're no good, you're above—is a lie. Is a lie. And so, and so, and so, uh, our feel—we begin to feel above. You know, because we're thinking that. Yeah. You see, Um, there's there's over thirty. There's over uh, uh, thirty-nine thousand. And, uh, and, and, and plus, you know, thoughts that come to your mind every day. How's a young person going to be able to develop a self esteem? Acting is the key. It's going to help. Acting takes them out of that shell of yeah. being shy, da 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 da, and gets them in front of a camera and then gets them in front of an audience. We've been blessed to have done close to about 20, we, we've been associate producers with uh, um, the school and, and the short films. And, and we master short films because we want them to get everything in short films. Because yeah. once you got everything, the lighting, the, you know, the, everything, you, you therefore have the, the ability to develop your feature film when it comes. Exactly. But the key, the key in acting and the key that when you're doing, Pablo, so important that it builds a healthy self-esteem upon the That's young what person's we're doing. life. You That's know what I'm saying? Doing. And if they can, they can just go ahead and pump gas, and be happy and be the best and, be the, and best. Be, the best.
0: be the best be the best be the best that's success. you know you know the that definition success. of success like people ask me what are you gonna be successful the day I became successful was when I decided to follow my dreams absolutely like it's it, it's 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 not the destination it's a journey you know and I always try to like let people know hey, you could do anything you could be cutting grass I'll tell you one thing I love watering my plants <laughs> I do it's very yeah, I do so, yeah. I love watering my plants and if that's what you love you should enjoy it like there's a ton of things I love to do and I don't because I don't do it because someone makes me I do because I love to I have a garden since I was a kid it's, You know, that's you know and, and
1: that's the key, you know, you know, like I tell I'm not trying to develop another Jennifer Lopez or Katy Perry Nothing like that, you know what we're doing what we're doing here man. is developing 55. Developing a person, you know that has nothing to understand that just because you don't have nothing substance really right now. You really touched the kids when when they came to the Mercadito when you performed and you yeah. had your event. They loved it. Because they, they loved were sad, that. they were sad about the, um, the situation that the, your fiance was falling through. But then they were happy that you pursued your dream.
0: Yeah, you know what? I remember. I don't know if you guys remember. You guys had me go speak at Santa Monica, a little school right there. Yeah. And I remember, I was oh, yeah, feeling like yeah. shit that day. I, I almost canceled on you guys. I was feeling so horrible. You guys picked me up, everything. And um, I remember when I was up there speaking, they were like, wow, wow. And they were so inspired. Yeah. But something happened. I was inspiring myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was inspiring myself. It was a good class. Yeah, they're like, whoa. But was I was great. inspiring myself. I'm like, "Well, I need to do more of this. <laughs> Absolutely. And, 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 I need to do more of this. You know, Alpedia. Like, because sometimes we forget what we've done. Yeah. And me telling them everything I did was just, remember, oh, was, wow. yeah, I was like, wow, I forgot I did all this. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well,
1: and got anyway, in closing, short. In closing, okay, we have uh, our department of Operation street kids, so Philanthropy Kids Club, we have a de- another arm which is called Project ACE, A-C-E, All Colors Entertainment, okay? And, and uh, we're going to, we have already partnered with Pablo, and we will be bringing, uh, um, individuals that are in the business so not only will we prepare you here but we also have casting directors we have you know filmmakers. first film cal- filmmakers directors directors we have all that we have to support pablo and we need to do it under this particular rule
0: i'm out operation street kids people be about it <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed today's podcast i plan to Produce more content, video content, and podcast content. Go ahead and subscribe in whatever platform you're listening to so you could uh, get more of these behind-the-scenes interviews and upcoming um, podcasts. Thank you so much. Be about it.